Welcome to Warm and Fuzzy, a podcast dedicated to reviewing our favourite nostalgic movies. I'm your host, Amelia. And I'm your co-host, Shane. So, welcome to our very first podcast episode. I can't believe it. I'm so excited that we're here. Totally. It's been like months in the making and we're finally here. I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay, so let's give everybody a little bit of context on who we are, how we know each other and why we even decided to start Warm and Fuzzy. So, we've been working together for a while now in the media industry and... That is so like mysterious. I know. (laughs) So mysterious, so overarching. (laughs) I work in the media industry. (laughs) Um, I feel like we always speak about movies, something we've always bonded about. So yeah, we started talking about, um, you were watching The Hobbit, I was watching The Lord of the Rings. Basically, like we're in lockdown, we've got nothing but time and all we're doing is watching movies and TV shows and we're complaining about it to each other and we kind of just said, why don't we make this a vodcast yeah. series? Let's make it a thing. Yeah. Surely <laughs> everyone on the internet wants to hear us talk about these movies that we love. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like for so long, like, there hasn't been, like, a really cool conversational movie podcast. I can't think of any that come to mind. Yeah, so we are <laughs> <laughs> inserting ourselves into the game. Yeah, we're inserting ourselves into an industry we know nothing about. Exactly, so here we are. Um, okay, so first episode, we're going to be talking about He's All That. Yeah, so currently it came out on Friday. We're recording this on a Monday. I don't know if I'm breaking like the fourth wall by telling you when we're recording <laughs> this, but sorry, it's not even Monday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Oh my God. It's Wednesday. Oh my God. What's wrong with me? Oh um, it's currently Wednesday and yeah, we're recording this after we watched it on Saturday. Yeah. Um, so here's all that in case you didn't know, is a remake of the original 1990 film, 1999, excuse me, film She's All That that mm-hmm. starred uh, Rachel Lee Cook and Freddie Prince Freddie Jr. Prince Jr. Yeah. And this newer version, this 2021 version, stars Addison Ray, TikTok mm-hmm. queen, mm-hmm. and unknown male actor. Uh, unknown. <laughs> as her love interest. <laughs> unknown entire cast. Yeah. I just, like, don't know anyone else. I have no idea. I don't know if it's because we're, like, millennials and... Like maybe right? they're more like Gen I know. Z are we like geriatric millennials? Yeah, are we towards that point? Yeah, I think are we, we just, are. Are we middle aged? I would say we're like middle aged. Yeah, millennials. We're, al- we're almost middle aged. Yeah, Man. we're middle aged millennials. Oh, okay. that's sad. That's sad. So we're going to be talking all about he's all that. So mm-hmm. let's start with the premise of the movie, what it's about. Okay, so he's all that and she's all that is based off of My Fair Lady and a play by George Bernard Shaw called Pygmalion. I did not know this. I did. <laughs> oh my God. You did your research. I, I did, did not. some research. <laughs> and so in He's All That, I mean, we're assuming that you guys have seen She's All That, but we'll just quickly run through. We've done the synopsis. So mm-hmm. you have um, Zach Seiler as our heartthrob, like leading man who is yep. the popular guy in school. He gets dumped by his girlfriend, Taylor who leaves him for Brock Hudson, who is the star of The Real World. The Real World. The reality and show. Most of you tuning in probably don't know what Real World is, but if you do, then you were around. I, I would say it's like the OG reality yeah. TV show. Our Gen it? X listeners and our millennial listeners will understand what yeah. The Real World is. And our Gen Z listeners may, because they, they're they into all that nostalgia that was part of our childhood. <laughs> totally. I would say... 
the real world walked so Big Brother could run. Correct. Right? Yes. So it was like very That's much. That's so true. It was very much like, yeah, the OG reality TV show. Yeah. So to give you context. They just um, had a bunch of people sitting in a house, I think, and then they just like watched them on camera. Yeah. But they also had them followed like out living their real lives. They could I think. leave. Yeah. So yeah. they weren't just stuck in a house. Yeah. But Anyway, so <laughs> Taylor leaves um, Zach for this guy and then Zach makes a bet with his best friend, a young Paul Walker, rest in peace. Oh. Um, and they make a bet to turn the most unapproachable, homely looking mm-hmm. girl, a, you know, badly wigged yep. Rachel Lee Cook and turn her into a prom <laughs> queen. And, you know. Paint, don't forget the paint stained overalls The as paint well. stained overalls, yeah. the paint stained platforms, <laughs> all of it. Um, and, you know, basically they fall in love. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the formula for this remake, which was also written by the original writer of the 1999 movie. Oh, my God. So that's where my first gripe is. Okay. With he's all that. Yeah. Because... He didn't, this writer, didn't Mm -hmm. even try to make it different, make it interesting, you know, like he just followed the exact same formula from Mm -hmm. his original movie. Yeah. So in the new movie, we have Addison Rae. Totally. As our Freddie Prince Jr. character. And yeah, I think there's, I think like an overall kind of like lack of depth with her. Acting skills. Yes, acting skills, acting skills. You said it, yeah. not me. Um, yeah, I just feel there's like there's a lack of depth there. I think it's strange because the original the original girl from the nineteen ninety nine movie, she's kind of portrayed as like and she's hardly like poor, but mm. she's portrayed as like the poor girl, but then like Addison Ray, who is the main character. So she's almost kind of portrayed as um As Laney. As Laney. And what's Addison's And then Laney's character? also her mom. Oh a- a- yeah. Yeah, that's right. So Addison's character is Paget. Yeah. Her love interest is Cameron. Yeah. Um, who we'll get to in a second, and her boyfriend is Jordan. Jordan. Okay. Yeah. I had to yep, like yep, write yep, those yep, down yep. so I don't remember. Okay. Um, but yes, so they brought back Rachel Lee Cook, but not in a role, n- not in yeah, not in the role of Lainey Boggs as Paget's mom. As Paget's mom. How do you feel about them bringing her back in that capacity? I don't think that was the right thing to do. I no. think if you're, if you're going to bring, bring her back as Lainey. Totally. If you're going to bring back Lainey, bring her back as Lainey, right? Yes. Like, don't bring her back as, like, some random, random like, mom. Nurse. Yeah, <laughs> random nurse mom. Nurse mom. <laughs> um, it's, like, really strange. Um, and, like, going back to Paget, I feel like it's just kind of like Addison Ray oh. playing Addison Ray, right? Yeah. Like, it's just kind of like. So who is Paget in this movie? So Paget is she's the popular girl in school, but she's also an influencer. Yeah. And they show her as being a TikTok influencer. Yes, TikTok so influencer. she's basically the same as Addison in real life. Yeah. And she's a beauty influencer. She has, you know, a sponsorship with Beauty Venom. Beauty Venom. Who is yeah. run by none other than her bestie, Courtney Kardashian, yeah. in her second acting role ever. <laughs> What's her name in the movie again? It's like something Mar- something Marie Torres. Yeah, Torres. She's it's... um so Addison is an influence so pageant is jessica miles torres jessica miles torres it kind of sounds like a porn star name don't you think it's that's very that is that too is that too (laughs) x-rated for the first podcast (laughs) it's very it's yeah 
I mean, if you searched that in P Hub, I'm sure something would come it's up. It's a sassy name. It's a sassy. She's sassy. So Paget is an influencer. <laughs> she um, catches her boyfriend Jordan hooking up with one of the backup dancers in in um, the trailer on the set of his video clip. So her yeah. boy- boyfriend is like a wannabe pop star and. This all happens on Insta or on TikTok Live. TikTok Live, yeah. On Paget's TikTok, mm-hmm. and while her best friend Alden, Alden yeah, right, who is records. Paul Walker's character, basically, yeah. Um, and Alden is the one filming it all on live, mm-hmm. and immediately you know that Alden is, you know that she's the antagonist here, yeah, because she's just such a. She's such a little bitch, right uh, from the start, like from the onset, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. like you already get that, like. Bitch energy. Yeah, like so Paget like, gets in the car in like the first or second scene and she's giving her attitude. And yeah. then like Alden is the one like holding the phone when they're doing the live. And it's like you something awful is happening. Your mm-hmm. best friend's boyfriend is hooking up with another chick in front of your best friend. It's all happening live on the internet. Put the phone yeah, down. Yeah, you don't sit there Put and record down. it. You don't sit there and record it. But is that, you know, uh, clear difference between generations where gen z is portrayed in this movie to be really social media obsessed and they always want to be switched on online blah 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 almost like they almost kind of portray gen z in such a vapid light i would Mm. say like they, they really portray gen z as almost like mindless yeah this is like it's like a gen x person like showing the world what they think a Gen Z person totally, looks like. Totally, totally. Yeah. And that's really like, you've just summed up the movie. <laughs> that's really the are. movie. It's like, yeah. That's the movie. Like, it's really like, it feels like a Gen X's. It's a, it's a Gen Z portrayal through a Gen X's eyes. Totally, Yeah. totally. So from that comes the really awful, it's just like very unthoughtful bubble girl. Um, and so. that's, that's really the demise of Paget. Um, Paget on social media. She like, her her followers start plummeting um so why they call her bubble girl is she's on live having a freak out because her boyfriend's just cheated on her and she's crying and she has a snot bubble and it's caught on camera and it gets turned into a gif turned into a meme put everywhere and apparently that's the reason why she's losing a whole bunch of followers which in and of itself is like so problematic i think like that would not happen i just thought of it like kind of what I wrote in the mind was like it's a really like regressive way to start the movie I think Mm. like I just think it's like it almost felt like they were like shaming the woman for like a man's mistakes and it's just like it's 2021 like there's no way anyone on the internet a really shitty reason for her to have her like downfall and lose followers it's like she got cheated on come on yeah she got cheated on if anything you would think in that moment she would gain followers she would gain followers he would 100% lose followers totally especially because everyone's like hating men right now so he would 100% lose followers a man could blink and I would hate them so like (laughs) (laughs) so for this to the men we love in our lives we still love you yeah we still love you we respect you thank you for everything yeah we just hate other men (laughs) which you should be thankful for so Jordan, the boyfriend, cheats on Paget with the backup dancer named Aniston. Mm-hmm. And they do nothing for this Aniston character the entire movie. Oh. And when you think about it compared to the original She's All That, we have Brock Hudson, totally. who we get a whole backstory on. You yeah. know, like he's basically, he is a secondary character, right? Totally. But we know that he's on a reality show. Mm-hmm. We see him in his, you know, his breakout dance performances yeah. at the party. Yeah. It's like he's hilarious. Iconic. And he's somebody that you remember 
remember. Yeah. Whereas poor Aniston, with her unfortunate name, mm-hmm. <laughs> we know nothing about her. She's yeah. basically just like a thought in a video. No relation to Jennifer, I'm assuming. I mean, I want a little backstory. I want to yeah, know why totally. her parents called her Aniston. Yeah. I want to know, you know, yeah. like the bitchy little chats that she has with her other backup dancer friends. Totally. I want some storyline, but they don't give us that. And it's that's really disappointing. Like, it's funny because like you saying that, Amelia, like... I can't even, I didn't even remember her name. Like, I don't think I even wrote it down because she's just like plays such a minor role exactly. in the scheme of things yeah. versus Brock where he was like quite a prominent character yes. in the film. That's, he's um, one of the people that you remember the most. Totally, yeah. totally. Like the dance scene at the party is like iconic. So going later on, a little bit further into the film, they... <laughs> decide to make a bet between Paget and her friends yeah. um, and the guy that they end up picking to make over is this Cameron boy. Cameron. And Cameron is pictured as a loser mm-hmm. because he has long hair. Yep. <laughs> what he, else? He's, he's, he's a, a photographer. Pho- he's a photographer that nobody knows he's a photographer. So he can't even be like the artsy loser that yeah. nobody wants to know. Which is not a thing anymore. It's the still life photography for me. (laughs) It was, it's tragic. So like, I guess I would say like Cameron was like the brooding outcast, right? Very much like Lainey in the original movie. But I just said it felt really forced. He has no redeeming quality. He's not likable at all. Whereas Lainey becomes likable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's kind of like almost, yeah, forgettable slash not super memorable. Yeah. It's like you should be. Like Lainey, you learn to love. But Cameron, I just don't feel like you get the same reaction. No. Um, A part that kind of sticks out to me is obviously um, Padgett's trying her best in those initial stages to really connect Mm -hmm. to him and um, the horse scene, the the scene in the... Oh, yeah, okay. So Cameron is like a loser apparently Mm -hmm. and I'm putting quotation marks because he's not a loser. Um, Because he's a bit of a rebel. He Mm -hmm. um, doesn't like the popular kids at school. I don't know how that makes him a loser. And he rides horses. So <laughs> Paget, as her way to kind of get along with him and connect with him is mm-hmm. to go and see him at this horse riding place. And then there she gives us like her TikTok face. And this is like, let me just say this. So Addison can't really act. No. This was too big of a role for her mm-hmm. as her first acting role. Agreed. She should have been a supporting cast member. She should yeah. have been an extra on a TV show before mm-hmm. they gave her a movie. Yeah. So I don't think they did her any favors by doing this, no. but this is Addison Ray's journey to fame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> this is what they were going to give her. They gave her a single and then they gave her a movie. Yeah. So anyway, um, they have zero chemistry. Yeah. Um, she gives her big TikTok smile the entire mm-hmm. movie. And I wonder if her face ever twitches from the exhaustion of smiling the way that mine does. Yeah. It's you know, like when you just hold a smile for too long oh. in a photo and yeah. then they're like, okay, again, and your or face starts like, to twitch. Or totally. At an event and you've yeah. just been like smiling for three hours and you're yeah. just like, whoa. Yeah. And mine visibly twitches, right? Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, so that's Addison's range of emotion is TikTok face. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just like, there's no chemistry between them. You yeah. don't, you don't believe it. He's not likable at all. Yeah, very, it just felt very like inauthentic, right? It, this was a vehicle for, vehicle? This was a vehicle for Addison Ray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's it, that was it. This was a gig that would get her to another gig, yeah, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Which, look, I don't hate the hustle, but I hate 
but you ruined the role. a yeah. perfectly good movie by totally. doing a shitty remake. Totally. And look, okay, I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed it because it was fluff mm-hmm. and it was a little bit cringy yeah. and it was something fun to watch on a Saturday. But it does not hold a candle to the original. No. So, you know, like fast forwarding through the movie, they eventually like start hanging out mm-hmm. and they have their what should have been their quirky art house hacky sack scene yeah which was actually just Paget bringing cameron to a pool party and singing teenage dream awkwardly on stage yes. none of that gave me the cringe and the quirkiness that i wanted that the hacky sack scene oh gave God. me like in that in she's all that zach Goes to see Lainey at an art house thing. There's little people in costumes. Mm -hmm. There is... Her bringing... She like... They're almost in like... They're in leotards, right? Like yeah. full body leotards. And she like climbs out of a box yeah. or there's a guy that climbs out of the box and then Zach gets up on stage and has to do his whole hacky sack <laughs> routine, which is hilarious. It's oh so God. funny and it's That's so strange. Hilarious. But they didn't do that in his or that. They sang, you know, bloody teenage dream on yeah. stage. And again, I don't know why Addison has a recording contract because she can't sing. No, it's very auto-tuned. Yeah. Very generic artist. Yeah. Very... I mean, she is like, she is a... They like created her. Totally. She's like... She is really... She's a product of the industry. Totally. She's a product of TikTok and now Mm -hmm. a product of, yeah, the wider media industry. She is very much like, I guess like, not to compare to another like celebrity, but it would almost be like if you chucked an acting career at like, I don't know, not even because Katy Perry is way more talented than her, but like it would be like the equivalent of like something like that, right? <laughs> Where like, you know, it's like someone with like very, very average skill that is being given. Oh, look, it's like when J-Lo started going into more movies and oh. she started singing. I'm just going to yeah. say it. I love yeah. J-Lo. When she started singing, even though I bought every album and yeah. supported her, ride or die, totally. she can't sing. Uh, she's a fabulous dancer and her acting is mm-hmm. Okay. I was literally listening to Jenny from the Block, Amelia. So She's I take I take personal offense to that last, to that <laughs> oh last statement. But oh <laughs> I would say like Cassie, right? Like me and you. Like that was like a hit. Yeah, but Cassie can't. Where's sing. Cassie now? Cassie yeah. can't sing. She's married. She has yeah. two children. That's right. We okay, that. <laughs> so so basically, it's predictable right from the mm-hmm. start because it's following the exact you know like formula as the original movie. Yeah. Um, it's just so much more bland than the original. Yeah, you know? I was just about to say that. Like, it follows the original movie, but in such, like, a B-grade manner. And they also just aren't... It's not gritty, and mm-hmm. it's not... You know, like, not that She's All That was terribly gritty or artsy or anything like that, but it was yeah. just kind of quirky, and it was a bit more rough. You know, you had the goth girls telling mm-hmm. uh, Lainey that they wished she died, which is awful. Which is wild. It's when so I was dark. watching that back, so I dark. was like... Whoa, yeah, that's and, intense. You know, like even the house parties, there's people hooking up, mm-hmm. there's people spewing like yeah. in the toilets. Like yeah. it's just a little bit more rough around the edges. Whereas yeah. he's all that is so clean mm-hmm. and it's, um, it's yeah, it's just so PG-13. Totally. That it's like, why yeah. did you even do this? And I will also say, I guess, like going on the topic of like diversity, I really think She's all that. She's all that. Did it in much more of an organic way. Like yeah. they had little Kim and Gab Union. Yeah, you know what I mean. Who were like really like 
I guess like Little Kim would have been very well known at that point. But Gabrielle Union, Union was one year away from being on Bring It On. Totally, which was like really her breakout film, right? Yeah, Usher. Usher was the DJ. Yeah, Usher being the DJ. Yeah, Preston, who was um, Zach's other best friend. Totally. You know, like there was, but that's the thing with some of these new movies now is that they're trying to have diversity, but it's in a really obvious way. Yeah. Whether it's a character who is gay or it's a character who is asian or you know it's like they're ticking boxes like a shaved head goth yeah it's like the they have a checklist yeah they have a checklist and it's like literally like they're going through a checklist who do we not want to offend yeah Yeah. while shizzle that was like really organic in the sense of like everyone's relationships and everyone's friendships felt real Mm -hmm. and not forced i would say a lot of the friendships and relationships in this movie felt forced yeah like i felt like it was three people kind of shoved together versus like a really organic group so you know ticking some boxes kind of a half-cooked remake Mm -hmm. let's be honest um Mm -hmm. okay so then let's just talk about the dance-off at the prom so Paget goes on her own because she and Cameron have had their fight where he finds out that he's a mm-hmm. bet yeah but kind of you know skipping through the movie quite a bit yeah. but the dance-off is meant to be you know a tribute to the original dance-off in She's All That that was mm-hmm. done to the Fat Boy Slim song yes and that was iconic you know iconic. like Usher was the DJ you yeah. had Fat Boy Slim track that was so popular yeah. at the time and it was a really fun mm-hmm piece of choreography and then you have this new one that's done to what sounds like some license-free hip-hop <laughs> trap track <laughs> with these really crappy tiktok dances oh. and it's just so glaringly obvious that Ad- <laughs> this is like a i hate addison podcast and it's not no i think she's very pretty and i really like that yeah. obsessed i told song. you but she can't dance. She no, cannot dance. And I no. hate that she's like, I'm a dancer. I study dance. Iconic. She's not Addison Ray. It's not no. a dancer. And yeah. So that whole dance scene was like, it was like TikTok on a dance floor. And, you know, that we see um, mm-hmm. Brock Hudson on stage. He's actually the principal of the school. Yeah. Matthew Lillard. Yeah. The actor. Um, and his little cameo was quite funny. But again, you know, I feel like these big stars, they're they were lost in the movie because it's just such a crappy movie. Totally. I also think like from a generational perspective, unless you're someone that knows, like we obviously watched She's All That and we watched it in the moment. If you're someone that like, if you're someone that hasn't watched She's All That and you're watching He's All That for the first time, those are all lost on you. Like, Laney being like Paget's mum, but not being Laney. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, and then skipping Brock off Hudson when that really. Principal. Like, you would lose that. Like, you would lose that all, and it would just be like, it's almost like that's definitely for, like, I guess the OGs watching, and that's like a cute little quip. But, like, yeah, I feel like it's a little bit lost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I cut you off earlier, sorry. But, yeah, and like Paget's mum randomly skipping off when that Kiss Me song comes on during the dance. Mm-hmm. Like, if you hadn't watched the original, you wouldn't know what that little nod was. Yeah. Um, and also, why did they do like a techno remix or whatever it was? Like house. You know what? I hated it. You know what? You're going to hate me, but I actually really enjoyed no. it. Yes. I enjoyed Addison Rae's vocals over Kiss Me. I feel like it was, was Addison Rae. Was it her? Ad- was it I Addison? feel like it was. I don't know if it was, but it sounds Let like it would have been her. Yeah. I need to Google this. Give it a Google because like I also probably want, I, I like definitely want to know, but I feel like that's what Addison would sound like, question mark. I'm not sure. 
No, all that's coming up is Addison Ray kissing the oh. star, the other guy. So I think you made that up. Okay, I definitely made that up. Um, but I did not enjoy their little house remix. Oh, I love the little like Sixpence None the Richer. <laughs> Kiss me. It was terrible. Terrible. I have bad taste, so it's okay. <laughs> I have bad taste too. Yeah. So but <laughs> I have high standards. <laughs> I love that. Uh, okay. And so then they end up kissing at the end. They end up yeah. together, you know, happily mm-hmm. ever after, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, overall, it was a fluffy film. It was half cooked. It was fun to watch. But it, yeah, like I said, it holds nothing. Yeah. It doesn't hold a candle to the original. So, like, going back to the dance-off, I literally wrote the dance-off was whack, LMAO. Like, that was literally the only that was literally the only commentary I had about it. Um, one thing I kind of want to circle back to is Addison's expose on stage um, and, like, speaking to, like, social media and, like, fake personas. I feel like this is a bit, and obviously, like, you can probably speak more on this, um, Amelia, going into the psychology here. I feel like that's a narrative that, like, we don't need to hear anymore. I feel like everyone kind of knows you you don't tune into social media to, like, see a real person. Mm. I don't know. What do you think? So, Addison think- has this moment where, sorry, Paget yeah, has this Padgett. moment where she gets on stage because she's prom queen and yeah. then she, like, confesses. Not really confesses, but she's like, you know, this is the real me. And she shows some unflattering photos of herself and says mm-hmm. that her portrayal on social media is just, you know, like uh, like what she's kind of create this persona that she's created. And like, yeah. eh, I mean. Yeah, it's, very, it's a very, very much lackluster. Yeah. Like it's not, it's like an expose of like her like. Big deal. Not, in a, not using like a filter. Totally. If, you, if you're an influencer, totally. 100% you're not your, yeah. yourself 100% of the time. Yeah. You no can't way. Be. Totally. So it's like, why did you need to do yeah, that? Yeah, why did you and need like, to do that? I'm trying to think if like Paget has really any redeeming qualities about her as well. You know, like I like that she's doing her sponsorship so that she has money for college. Totally. To pay for college because she yeah. can't go. Yeah. But also, why are you ashamed of your mum being a nurse? Yeah. Like, also, like, I, I, in my comments, I wrote, Addison becomes mildly redeemable post-confrontation with Alden. Yeah. Um, At the car wash? Yeah. That's mm. probably, like, the only moment where I was like, oh, my God, like, Paget is not super annoying. Um, and, yeah, I just think, like, once again, like, yeah, her lying about, like, where she lives in, like, I guess, like, if you've been to LA, you know those kinds of haciendas are, like, everywhere. It's not, like, I don't think it's, like... You're not living in that no. rough of a part of town. It's, like, looking It's looking very Culver City, yeah. very middle class. <laughs> not that, like, I stayed in Culver City when I stayed in LA. It's not, like, it's not a hard-to-do area. It's very, like, working class, middle class area. It didn't, yeah, it didn't sell that to me. Mm. So I just think, like, yeah, her kind of, like, pushing that narrative of, like, being poor, single parent. Yeah. Um, it I was, mean, it, was, it, it was is a teenage movie, so totally. like they've got to like create yeah. some kind of like backstory for her. As to, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that kind of happens, I guess, where you go to a school where there's a lot of wealthy people, wealthy students, and you're the odd one out. You're just middle class totally. and you do want to fit in. So I get that. Yeah. But yeah, just I feel like she wasn't a super nice person you know and like if you think about the first movie so zach 
while he's trying to get Lainey to go to the party with him, and that's yeah. the iconic red dress moment, mm -hmm. he brings a whole team of soccer players from the high school to clean the house. That's right. He helps Lainey out. He cleans yeah. the whole house, you know. Yeah. The dad has no idea what he's doing, so all these boys are cleaning for him. And it's like, what did Paget ever do? That's right. What other did, than pay attention to him. That's right. Like, what did Paget do for Cameron, right? Yeah. And it's like, she didn't really do anything. She gave she, him a makeover that he didn't really care about in the yeah, first place. Yeah. And then, like, the younger sister's, like, emotional breakdown yeah. towards the end where she's like, don't lose this, saying this to Cameron, don't lose her like we lost mom. It's like, how are you making Paget? The popular girl in school who's an influencer, mm -hmm. so important as to hold her up like... To your mother. Yeah, to your mother and cry about it. away. Yeah, your mom died and you're like, don't lose her. Don't lose the influencer popular girl. Yeah, hun. hun. It's, you know what? It's because she didn't have a mom growing up. So she's like... Yeah, reprioritize. Yeah. That's, that's not... Oh that God. shouldn't be the top of your to-do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think as well, kind of going back backtracking to the makeover scene. I feel like we haven't touched on this enough and I would oh, yeah. love to touch on it a little bit. Like the vintage store, the it kind of is a nod to like the 90s slash early 2000s makeover scene where like yeah. you see like this was a very common thing that happened in the 90s and 2000 movies. Oh, like yeah, we loved makeovers. a makeover scene. Totally, totally, totally. I love a makeover scene today. Yeah. Like I... Yeah, I thrive. I live off it. That's it literally like what this movie is. Sorry to cut you off in the middle of your train of thought. No, that's But that's okay. what this movie was. It was TikTok. Mm -hmm. It was makeovers. And it yeah. was uh, 90s nostalgia. Totally. And the three just don't didn't merge well together. No. All in all. I just don't think... I just don't think they had any relevance with one another. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you're going to do a 90s movie, set it in the 90s. Yeah. If you're going to, like do a nod to all those kinds of cinematic moments that were prevalent in that kind of 90s, early 2000s time, then set it in that time and really make it, like own it and do that moment. Like, I just don't think they have a place in 2021. No, I think they were, I mean, it was really just what we keep saying. It's that they just had a formula and that's yep. exactly what they did. They just followed that exact formula. You know what would have been smarter, Amelia, what I'm thinking? They should have just done like one of the outfit montages on TikTok. And like that could have maybe been like yes, more relevant, right? That like, is such a good idea. Like I'm not a director, but I feel like if you want to make it relevant, like make it relevant. One thing we also haven't touched on is the whole catalyst for this is the fact that um, Paget is trying to get her sponsorship back. Oh yeah, from, from Courtney Kardashian. Yeah, from Courtney Just, from Jessica, yeah, Jessica Mastores, <laughs> uh, um, owner of Honey Venom. Was it? What Beauty was it? Venom, Beauty I Venom. Think. Beauty Venom. So I mean, we don't expect Courtney to be able to act, but that's no. pretty bad. Oh Did my you feel God. like she was like remembering? She was looking off camera and remembering her lines or yeah. something the whole time. Pageant. How are you? It yeah. was all, it was very like monotone. <laughs> I can't do the Kardashian voice to kill Padgett, me. how are you? Padgett, that was like <laughs> British. Why did I go British? I don't know. Um, but Padgett. Padgett, how are this you? This is not working. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry, you're viral. I don't know. I, I've got it like half there. But she was also like self-consciously hiding her stomach yeah. when she was on the phone with Padgett. And it's like, 
on. If you're self-conscious about it, change your top. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wear it. I know you don't have Kardashian airbrushing in this movie. Yeah. So just change your top. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, but look, it's it's a Kardashian in a movie. I don't, I didn't expect her to be good. Totally. Yeah. No, you're not signing up for like, you know what I mean? She's not Meryl Streep. She's, yeah, she's not delivering Nicole Kidman level, you know, yeah. acting. She's delivering very much grade actor you know she's kind she really just had to play herself totally and she would have been paid a mozza to do this so i reckon she was just like this is a paycheck like i'm gonna take it i don't blame her yeah. like you know keeping up with the kardashians is done <laughs> you need another gig that's yeah. fine um yeah i just don't this was very much um amelia i don't know if you remember like staying home on a school day and they used to play like Hallmark movies. Yes. Yeah, like some were amazing. Yeah. Others were just like so cringe. This was one of those cringe Hallmark movies. That's Aww. kind of the energy it's yeah, serving. Yeah, 100%. Don't you think? Yeah. Like it's You're very... home on a Saturday or something like that. Yeah. And then it's like two o'clock and they've just put a movie on Channel 7 yeah. or something or Channel 9. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, what is this movie? I'll just watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Very low budge, but mm-hmm. I feel like this would have but been... But they would have spent so much so money So much money. God. I'm just thinking about like... I'm just obviously being on the inside, thinking of like fees alone for those kinds of movies. Yeah. I'm just thinking of like the amount of money they would have spent. No wonder they had such a D-grade rest of the cast because they would have spent so much money just on Addison and Courtney that I can imagine the others would have just, they would have been screwed. Oh, they probably through. paid like Rachel Lee Cook and Matt Lillard like crap all because oh, you don't totally. see them on anything anymore. That's right. They're so like, they're so, I guess now, I hate to say it, D-grade actors. You know yeah. what I mean? They're not, they're not relevant. And I mean, you know, like they could have had... Freddie Prince Jr., but he probably didn't want to come back. Asha would have been too expensive. (laughs) Him and Sarah Michelle Gellar are living their best life. They don't need to work another day. And that's like, they even had Sarah Michelle Gellar, she had a cameo in She's All That. And she was. Did she? She's in the cafeteria. (gasps) Stop. So in She's All That, That, she's in the cafeteria. I think either Lainey trips over her, Mm -hmm. someone trips over her, lands on her, and then she says like one line. Or oh she, or she looks because they. She was never cast in the movie. She was literally f- visiting Freddie Prince Jr. on set. Oh, she they just were, did it. Yeah, because they had just started dating. <gasps> so she went to visit, and then they were like, oh "Did gosh. you want to be in the movie?" So she was like an extra, and she didn't speak because That's obviously. That's such a good backstory. Yeah. Oh my so god. Interesting. I love that. Um, I was still shocked that little Kim was in the movie. She they looks, have so many. Like, she looks so different today yes. that, like, watching it back, I was like, "Oh my god, baby little Kim!" Like, I can't believe like she would have released like. The Queen, the Queen album, oh which gosh. like was like 1995. Like she would have been like hot. Same as Usher. Like Usher would have been hot. Like that would have been like. That was, that would have been my way years yeah. and maybe you make me wanna. Totally. Yeah. So not really at his peak. He might have yet. been going on Bold and the Beautiful at that point. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know he made a cameo on Bold and the Beautiful. He had like oh a my three God. episodes. Um, arc on the bold and the beautiful and was replaced with another actor because obviously usher got famous yeah and his name on the show was either usher or it was raymond okay yeah and then they just replaced him with another another raymond (gasps) yeah oh my god yeah so funny but that was like the thing with that movie was she's all that has so many faces that we would now recognize like even kieran culkin yeah who was laney's brother Mm -hmm. he's on succession he's macaulay culkin's brother obviously 
um, Anna Paquin as Zach Silas, oh, little sister. Iconic. You have so many people. You have Gabrielle Union. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Paul Walker. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, yeah, there was just like, I guess. I mean, I don't who know knows? If, like, with He's All That, like, we, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I don't think that in 20 years we're going to be looking back on He's All That being like, oh my God, that's so and so who was in He's All That. That's That was Jordan and He's All That, or that was. Like, I don't think we're even going to be, sorry, Addison Ray, but I don't think we're going to be looking back in 20 back. years and being like, oh my God, that's Addison Ray. Like, where does she go from here? Yeah. You know? That's oh, she'll just keep going up and up. She'll make more movies. She'll make yeah. more music. This is just... Yeah. It was a stepping stone for her. Yeah. This, is, this whole movie was just a vehicle for Addison. Yeah. Yeah. So basically those are our thoughts on <laughs> He's All mm-hmm. That. Should we do like a star rating? A little warm and fuzzy out of 10. Yeah. How many warm and fuzzies would we give it out of 10? A four. I'd give it like a three. A three? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was going to say two, but I didn't want to be super harsh. I just think like it just lacked so many things that I'm just like, ugh. Like I'm, I'm looking at it thinking like what redeemable qualities are there? You know mm. what I mean? Like I find it really hard. To, I found it really hard to push through. I was messaging you throughout. Um, I forgot to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, you can tell we're really professional first and foremost and we're very committed to this. I mean, I really enjoyed the beginning credits where Mm -hmm. it was like her getting up, her switching on, doing her TikTok live with the beauty. I really like that. Mm -hmm. I love girly intros. Me too. Like that, you know, like thinking about like the Devil Was Prada, for instance, how she has the whole beginning scene where all the people are getting ready in the morning. Um, so I really enjoyed that. I liked that it was, you know, just a bit of cheese, you mm-hmm. know, it was a bit of fluff. It was. And yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't watch it again. Mm-hmm. And there is th- that whole thing of me just forgetting to finish it. Yeah. I mean, you know, that says a lot. <laughs> that says everything in and but, of you know, itself. I gave it a four. So, yeah. you know, it was all right. Totally. But, it, but yeah, I was also watching it with kind of a critical eye because mm-hmm. I knew that I was always going to be comparing it to the original. Yeah. As I said, like, earlier in this episode, She's All That was really the archetype for this kind of movie. Like, Mm. it's, like, really one of the first ones I think of. So I think you couldn't really hold a match next to anything. Like, anything that you held a match next to for this, like, it just wouldn't compare to the original, right? Because it's just, like, so iconic in many ways. As we've discussed, like, stellar cast. I don't know if that's a stellar cast because they grew over time. And, like, obviously, in 1999, they might have been smaller. But yeah, um, but they had some big names in that movie. And totally. even, even the music, they had, you know, if you can think of, like, Fatboy Slim mm-hmm. and the Sixpence None the Richer song, like Kiss Me. Yes, it was a Dawson's Creek song. Yeah. But it was also, you know, so iconic with yeah. the whole red dress scene and Lainey walking down the stairs. But mm-hmm. in this in this newer version, I'm like trying to think of any songs that I would remember from it. None. And there are none. There are none. none. It's um, like they, I reckon they spent all the money on wages and they just like had to go with license-free music. Oh my God, the like, license-free dance scene, kill me. Oh, yeah. and I just think they like, probably they would have gotten like a sound, like a music guy to just like make a couple of beats. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the vibe. Like it's very SoundCloud, you know? <laughs> like very SoundCloud. Very SoundCloud. Okay, yeah. so a four out of ten, four warm and fuzzies out of ten and mm-hmm. a three. Three for, for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. So that's our review of He's All That. 
not the kindest review, let's be honest. So we've decided to wrap each episode with our favourite nostalgic thing. That's a very broad statement. I think it's going to change week to week and it'll vary on the movie we're, revi- we're reviewing. But um, today we thought we'd keep it really light and simple by reviewing our favourite candy we would eat or lolly um, while watching a movie. Yes. So what's your favourite nostalgic lolly? So... I would say... You have two. Okay. Yeah, I do have two. I have two. (laughs) We were discussing this earlier and I found it really hard to pick. Um, I would say strawberry and creams is probably like my number one. Okay. And these are two like, I think, very generic and boring options. But... Look, you have two flavours there. You've got strawberries and you have cream. (laughs) I've got strawberry and cream and then I've just got cream because I like milk bottles as well. Oh, okay, milk bottles. Yeah, milk bottles. They're my two. Um, I just think both... You don't have to make it too deep here. No, I just, <laughs> I'm not going to go into like a deep review. A here's another, here's another half an hour review about milk bottles <laughs> and strawberry creams. Are you ready? Um, and we'll do an ASMR moment. No, we won't. Um, what's your favourite, Amelia? Uh, <laughs> off the top of my head, I would say the teeth. Yum. The chewy, like minty tea. Very much in the same family as well, right? Yes. Like very much in the Similar same. Similar texture, like, yeah. different flavor, yeah. but all yeah. ones that you could probably find in those yeah. like big Allen's bags. Yeah. Um, and then the second one would be not the one I told you, but it would be lemon sherbets. Yum. Yeah. Uh, yum. So when I was in year six, my teacher had a huge jar of lemon sherbets at the front of the classroom Mm -hmm. and he would give them out if you were well behaved if you answered a question correctly if you cleaned like if you did anything where you would you know it was like a whole reward system based around these lemon sherbets anything to make his job easier literally you you got a reward yeah we love we love child labor in, in the classroom I love that. Well, that's it for our first episode. Woohoo! Oh my gosh. Um, this has been really exciting. I hope all the viewers that have tuned in today have enjoyed. All uh, four of our listeners, uh, yeah. perhaps a parent, yeah. our partners. and Loved that would ones. Probably, yeah, loved ones. End of list. Thanks for listening, Den and mum. Yeah, <laughs> and my dog Lucy. I'm going to make her listen as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week yep. with another episode and another movie that we're going to review. Um, all right. Thanks for listening and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.